disgusting act by... Welcome, everybody, to the first ever, well, first first of the year podcast by the B- Buzzsaw here in the Mule Bevet Legacy League. So what we're going to do today is give a little recap of uh, 2018 season, uh, which Bev won, so there's your recap, sorry. Uh, just kidding. We'll go quick through a recap of 2018. Uh, then we're going to go through a little bit of the draft highlights. And then we're going to go through week one and our first ever power ranks, pop, pop, power rankings for 2019. Um, so I'm, we're excited to be back. NFL is good. Everybody's excited. Everybody's got a lot of optimism on their team, even the buzz saw with the 0-1 record. Because he's a fucking idiot and didn't get Tony Pollard out of his lineup. Oh, God, I suck. Um, but, yeah, we're going to do that. And then um, we'll get a call in from Taylor Holland. He's really excited to be on the first ever podcast. So uh, we'll do it, and we'll see where it goes. All right, we're going to take a quick little break. Actually, I'll just keep everybody going here. Um. So we're going to go into 2018. So if you guys remember, 2018 definitely was the year of of Trainer and Taylor or and Econ, who at the end of the year had his um, team name called Go the Fuck Home Taylor. Uh, Trainer was 310 to Waldorf. Those were your division winners, right? You got Go the Fuck Home Taylor was 11 and two. And Trainer was 310 to Waldorf. Um, and oh, they were in the same division, excuse me. So uh, Econ won that division, and then Bev won the Stinky Carls division, which uh, he won it with the 8 and 5 record. But there's got to, a lot to be said there because Bev did end up winning the league with an 8 and 5 record, um, had the most points for. With 1,982, and I remember that being a common theme of Bev just cranking points. Um, He also put together 22 moves for the year. Give you a little bit of hindsight on how many actual transactions happened last year. Um, Bev made 22 moves and won the league. Face shit. Ben Waldhauser did 44 moves and was in the top four. Um, Econ Slayer did 44, so definitely 44 was the max. And uh, Vandalay Industries, uh, Chad McDonough, formerly known as, he only had six. So you can tell the activity level definitely didn't help. Um, Old Chicky Brewster, though, he was cranking out 23 moves and he still only won two games. Poor sap. Love getting free beer off of them, though. So, <laughs> crazy as it may be, the average points for per game for Bev was 152. And Chickas was 102. And actually, I had the lowest points for on average per week. It was 95. Woof. But I did win six games. God, I fucking suck. Um, points against 
actually, Chad got fucked. He uh, he ended up having 138 points on average against him, which you, that's a lot. Um, everybody else is in the 120s. So we're going to put 2018 to bed. Um, just look at 2017. The winner in that year was Econ. His points for per game was 121. So just on average, the league was scoring a lot more points in 2018. Um, 2016, 141 for Trainer, And 2015, 131 for Bev. Uh, I think the lead point getter in 2015 was Tuqua with 134. So 2018 most definitely was the year of most points scored. Um, And it looks like to start off, uh, it's going to be some of the similar stuff. Um, We're going to leave that. We're going to transition away from 20 or the prior history. Congrats to Bev for being a fucking prick and beating us all. Taking our money. It's his league. It doesn't seem fair. Whatever. Congrats, Bev. Okay, so 2019. Um, let's talk about the draft. The draft was anticipated to be the worst draft in fantasy football history by my good friend Taylor Holland. Um, he literally hates all rookies. And I think his theory is is because they've never scored an NFL touchdown. I mean, I get it, Odd. They haven't. But at some point, they're going to be starters in this league. And at some point, all rookies turn into top 10 picks and and dominate fantasy football. Um, The draft went as so. So the big dilemma going into this year was... um, Team formerly formerly known as Vandalay Industries was looking to sell out. Um, it was a lot of drama. I mean, I sat right across the pub table at Carl's from Bev, and I looked. You could just see the stress in his eyes. You know, Bev hasn't had hair for a long time, and I can see why. He was just upset, visibly upset. And I get it. You know, he's the commissioner. He's got a great league. Um, Lots of great individuals outside of Chickas. But you just just want to have things go smooth. So kudos to the uh, management team by uh, putting together a a nice little transition piece to get get Adam Warnke. Welcome, Adam. Got to remember to throw you on this text message. But, yeah. So Adam's a part of it, and he had the first overall pick and um, and took, I would say, a, a solid pick. I mean, Josh Jacobs, he ran the ball for Bama, um, didn't get a whole lot of run there, but just assumed that he'd get a, a good chance to, to do good things at Oakland. And if you guys don't know Adam, he has been tried and true, an Oakland Raiders fan and a fucking Cleveland Indians fan. Oh, but um, Oakland, go Oakland, going to be uh, in Vegas, which I mean, honestly, I'd rather have the Vikings play their games in Vegas, be the Minnesota Vikings, because that'd be badass. Go out there and party and go to the games. But good for you, Adam. Good pick. Um, number two overall pick was to Chickas, uh, Chicky 
actually, uh, I think, had the got the best player in the draft with David Montgomery. Um, I just see a lot of boringness to that pick just because he's kind of going to be like Matt Forte. Um, he's going to get the ball, and he's going to catch balls out of the backfield. I, I just think long-term that's what's going to happen with him. I think he'll be a solid top 10 running back when it's all said and done. And then all of a sudden, you could just start hearing the howls of the winds were brewing. You could hear trade rumors of, of, of flying. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if this is factual or not, but unfortunately, uh, there was some some rumors just swirling around the pub table that uh, that the big ham was going to take. Kyler Murray, at, he had two picks in a row, four and five, and and uh, the buzzsaw heard this, and that was that was his guy at six. So um, there was a little bit of pre-work that went into this because Mango really wanted he he wanted he didn't know who he wanted at that three. Um, he expressed interest in Curtis Samuel almost three weeks earlier via text and we were sneaky and I said all right Mango you gotta trust me but I'm taking Kyler and he he knew he he knew who he wanted he wanted to either get a couple of the pieces that fell to uh, Big Ham at four or five or TJ Hawkinson so in all respect TJ Hawkinson looked like an absolute fucking beast round or week one so I think I think uh, Geneva Lives Matter made made a great play there, and um, I mean, my pick at three, I'm happy with Kyler Murray. I mean, I just had to do something. Andrew Luck, dead, diseased, uh, had to do something to try to, you know, inject some life into that fucking buzzsaw team. Um, after that, I don't have the picks in front of me, but I think. Uh, some of the highlights clearly have to be Hollywood Brown. Um, let me look up here who got Hollywood Brown because he was overlooked. Um, he uh, that would be the wide receiver for uh, for Baltimore, and of course, why wouldn't Bev get him? Jesus Christ! But. Uh, Marquise Brown, he played with Baker Mayfield, played with Kyler Murray, and he was just a flat-out scat wide receiver. He always um, performed in college, and clearly Lamar Jackson liked throwing him the ball. So that was a steal. Um, And honestly, I think another steal is uh, Terry McLaren. I picked him up on the waiver wire, and I'm pretty happy about it because he played at Ohio State with Dwayne Haskins, and and uh, Dwayne's throwing him the ball right now in Washington. So, um, yeah, I can't can't complain about that. I I thought he would go higher just because waiver wire rookie, 400 bucks week one. I took a flyer on him, and hopefully, hopefully he does all right. Otherwise, he's going to be another Stephon Diggs. Uh, drop by me and then he'll blow up after I drop him. So, um, other highlights or lowlights for the draft. The only thing I can say is I was confused as all heck about Tuquas. I think he did make a good point about um, changing the draft order for next year, um, going to true.
the negatives of doing this on my phone. I got a phone call. But um, back to my conversation, I agree with Tukes. I like the idea of going with the true um, true uh, NBA lottery style where the lottery only impacts round one. And then we go to the original draft order, which is uh, how you finish regular season rest of the way. So noted in the pod rankings um, or pod cast, whatever, like it fucking matters. Uh, yeah, well, let's get into the real stuff. All right, let's recap round or week one here in the big old uh, Mule Bev Legacy League. So week one, we had some key matchups. We had blocking in the back door versus the buzzsaw. We had the Chicky Brewsters versus um, 310 to Waldorf. We had You Bever Believe It versus the Lamont Snappy Boosters. We got the Geneva Lives Matter versus Big Ham. We have Reeks of Arrogance, formerly known as Face Shit versus Defense Kicker University. That's odd. Um, formerly known as Odd Squad, I think. Uh, then we got This Team Kinda Sucks versus the Legion of Gloom. And This Team Kinda Sucks is formerly known as Chad... Vandalay Industries. All right, so recapping. Uh, Econ's team won 112 to 98 versus my team. The buzzsaw goes down. A couple high top falutin performers for, uh, for Econ's team is uh, Marlon Mack and Mike Thomas. I had Kyler Murray and Mark Andrews, my tight end I picked in the second round. Like them. Um, also had... Sammy fucking Watkins on the bench. Hello? Hello? Dumb ass. Um, next matchup, 310 to Waldorf did the uh, consistent thing. Um, you know it's a bad sign when Chicky's best player pops up as the kicker. <laughs> That's who got him the most points. Oof. Trainer just ransacked him 175 to 93. Uh, next matchup, you better believe it versus Lamont Snappy Boosters. The Boosters put a little beat down on the former champ, but very positive performance by Dak Prescott putting out 41 points. The Boosters did have three bell cows, though, with Carson Wentz, Keenan Allen, and Le'Veon Bell. Uh, next matchup, Geneva Lives Matter put a beat down on Big Ham, 164 to 94. Um, oof, man, go ahead, some studs. Deshaun Watson, man, I that if you watch that game, Texans and Saints, there's not too many quarterbacks that I'd pick over Deshaun Watson right now for the next five years. I was really impressed. I like his style of play. Um, yeah, like him. Tukes had Delvey, Delvin Cook, wow, beast. Um, outside of that, I think. Tukes would be the first one to tell you he's not real thrilled about his situation there. Reeks of Arrogance, put a beat down on Odd, 148 to 132. This is a, guys, this is a quiet rivalry. Like, neither of these guys really like each other. Odd, deep down, he, I mean, he just keeps providing Benny with bulletin board material, and Benny just thinks Odd is 
too full of himself. So I think this is something to watch. This is something to, that might just materialize over the years to come. But I wouldn't be surprised at, oh, draft 2022 that they might throw down. It'd be interesting. All right. Um, last matchup is uh, Warnke with his inaugural or first ever, whatever you want to call it, game. Yeah! He actually showed up in a big way. Uh, Pat Mahomes is such a stud. Jacobs put up 24 points for him, the new rookie. Um, and Eckler, the uh, the replacement for Melvin Gordon in Chargerland, put up almost 40 points. Whew. So that brings up a big topic. I mean, like, so Travis, he had a couple guys perform, but that brings up a huge topic of that that uh, that um, Odd had mentioned before about these teams not wanting to pay and having a little bit of a stalwart with running backs. Well, we saw it with Adrian Peterson in Minnesota. The lifespan of elite running backs isn't that long. So... If you have, I mean, some of these teams, it's just, it doesn't matter who you throw in, in there. Like, I think the Chargers are one of those teams. I think you could throw fucking Econ in the backfield and sling them up. Well, I've seen him try to catch a fly ball, so probably not Econ. We'll throw throw Tooks in the backfield and have him fling out, and nobody's going to go think that he's a highfalutin draft pick, but all he's got to do is catch a ball and run for 10 yards. He's going to pick up points. Um I think the Dallas Cowboys are similar in that sense. I don't think that was a smart move by them. I don't know the contract very well, but I mean, you look at look at what Big Bill Belly does. He's got a bunch of no namers. I mean, Dion Lewis got paid, but he hasn't done shit with Tennessee. Um, James White, he's just another guy, but he, he gets out of the backfield and catches it. Um, I mean, going all the way back to, like, Corey Dillon, he was on the tail end of his career. I just – I think the running back position in the NFL right now, yeah, clearly they get a lot of a lot of pub, but I think if you have the right offense, you can – all these guys are super athletic. You can just throw guys in. So it's going to make fantasy football tough, I tell you that. Um but we'll we'll get odd to call in later and we'll we'll see what he has to say. Um so week 1, here's what the Willows looks like. We got uh 310 to Waldorf, Freaks of Arrogance blocking in the back door all 1 and 0. Next three uh Odd, Tukes and Chickas are all 0 and 1. In the Carl's division, we got uh, Geneva Lives Matter, Warnke and um Almo all 1 and 0. Bev Travis and myself all 0-1. Top points, uh, Tyler Trainer with 175. Low points, Madawan, Chicky Brewsters with 93. Power rankings. Pow, pow, power rankings. I think we'd be foolish um, not to just rank Trainer's team number one. Um, right now, he's got Juju. He's got... Three stud running backs. I still think his Achilles heel is going to be um, Philip Rivers. I mean, if I was him, I would probably try to package like a Michael Gallup backup 
uh, a backup wide receiver that's only a year in and Antonio Brown um, just because you got, I don't know. I mean, you just got to you got to take care of that quarterback position a little bit more. I mean, Rivers is fine, but he isn't going to take you to the promised land. I guarantee you that. That is a guarantee. Um, heading back, I would say the number two in our power rankings right now. Um, actually, I'm going to pause and review this so you guys don't hear me say ah um and all that stuff. So I'll be right back. All right, we're back. Did a little recon work here. Um, I am going to go power rankings like this. Up for scrutiny. Um, number one, 310 to Waldorf. Gaps on his team, call it on his team, is is quarterback position. I go number two with Econ, call out for that team. I just didn't like their flex position right now. I think he's going to find... One other guy, he's going to have to find that third running back or a third wide receiver. Just it seemed like a hole. So he's my number two. Um, number three, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I like the snappy boosters a little bit at three. Um, number four, I'm actually going to go with uh, Benny. Um, the thing that I will say is I absolutely hate his quarterback position. Um, Matt Stafford, yikes, yeah, that was a miss. Uh, so we're at four or five. I'm going to go with Geneva Lives Matter. Um, the problem I see with Geneva Lives Matter is that they don't have great wide receiver depth, but that's very common, um, with a lot of, a lot of, uh, teams. Um, they just don't have a lot of depth. What, what he does have is tight end depth. So maybe he's looking to move like an Austin Hooper who was the relief valve for Atlanta last week. Um, we're at six. I'm going to put Bev in that spot at six. I do think Bev's team needs a little bit more help than uh, in the previous year. Um, he does have some youth, but his running back situation without um, – Melvin Gordon hurts. It hurts. And Tyreek Hill being out hurts. Yeah. So I think Bev, he's got a lot of work to do ahead of him to get back to the promised land. Um, after that, that's six. We're going to throw um, Odd at seven. Odd's tight end situation is absolutely horrible. Uh, he needs to make a trade with, um, with Mango. And the other thing, he, um, yeah, I mean, Odd's got a nice team. Um, he does. He, yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know. He's got an RA team. I, I like a lot of it, his tight end. His flex position, I mean, Elshon, I mean, he scored a lot. He scored some points last week. I Terrible take. Whatever. Odds, you're in seventh. Prove me wrong. Win a week. Come on. I'm going to put myself in eight. Um, I just like my team. Poor management. Uh, 
We're going to go Big Ham 9, Legion of Gloom 10. I forgot somebody. Oh, this team kind of sucks. We'll throw him up at 9, Big Ham 10, Legion of Gloom 11. And Brewsters, you're, bi- you're bringing up the, uh, the bottom. So... That's what I got. Um, got a little call in here from Odd, and then we'll wrap up. All right, everybody, we got the one and only Odd. To come give us his power rankings. Odd, what are you doing? Uh, hold on one second, Mule. Hold on. Where are you at, Odd? I'm doing chores. Okay, well, let's get to it, Odd. What do you think about the power rankings you just heard? I think I should be number one because I know everything about football. And I'll tell you what, Mule, you don't know jack shit. Um, power rankings are like this. Fuck, God, get off my boot. Um, Benny, I tell you what, you really fucked up by not drafting a quarterback. I mean, I had a headache all day long and I knew you didn't have a goddamn quarterback at the draft. You're fucked. Uh, Waldorf, you got everything going for you. Um... Um, Bev, you ain't got the team you had last year. I tell you what, bud. I tell you what. Uh, yeah, Econ, you, you're, you're a fucker. Uh, all I know is, is you get, you get me a little Tom Brady. Let's go. Um, got, gotta go. See ya. Wow. All right, you heard it here first. Odd likes his team a lot. Um, he's creating a little skift with Benny, but we saw that coming, didn't we? Uh, thanks for first week. Um, oh, shit, we got to do quick project- projections, and we'll end it. Projections. Uh, scoreboard. Matchups for the week. We got Buzzsaw versus You Better Believe It. Projected total of Buzzsaw 113 versus 104. Um, I will go with the Buzzsaw here. I just don't think the running back depth for Bever Believe It is ready yet. Buzzsaw by a close one. Chicky Brewsters versus Blocking in the Back Door. Um, blocking in the Back Door has just got a little bit too much firepower. I think Chicky makes it a relatively close 15 point game. But it goes to the blocking in the back door to 2-0. 310 to Waldorf, the game of the week. 310 to Waldorf versus Lamont Snappy Boosters. You know, I can't go against those running backs. Waldorf wins and covers. Uh, Reeks of Arrogance versus Geneva Lives Matter. Ooh, this is close on paper. I am just going to give it to uh, Geneva Lives Matter because of Deshaun Watson. Love him. Um, when your leading quarterback projection is Andy Dalton, you know you got issues. Actually, he's got three quarterbacks. If you have three quarterbacks on your team, you know you don't have one. Um, next matchup, Big Ham. This team kind of sucks. Uh, 
I'm going to go with this team kind of sucks. It's tough not to like Mahomes and Jacobs again. Um, last matchup, the Legion of Gloom versus Odd. I'm going Odd. Like it. Like the team. Can't can't argue with him. A guy that takes time out of his work day to call into the show. We gotta love it. So we got we got Bell. Uh, we got Buzzsaw. We got blocking in the back door. We got Waldorf. We got uh, Benny. Or excuse me. We got um, Mango. We got uh, Warnke, and we got Odd. Here, see you next week. <laughs>